and what is happening. My name is Quinn David Furness, and this is my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast, coming to you live from Rogers Park, Chicago. What's happening? How are you? What is going on? This is my show, and thank you for listening and tuning in. There's so much going on. And we are going to just be hitting point after point after point here on the show. There is not going to be a lot of fat. There is not going to be a lot of fluff. I am not going to say extra phrases just to try to prove my point. I won't elongate my verbs. I won't discuss the beautiful fall foliage. None of that. Because we have a lot to get to on today's show. Uh, Of course, if you're tuning in, you might be thinking, well, let's get right to the New England Road Trip Part 2, and that is coming, I promise, in the second half of today's program. My goal is to make things uh, fairly efficient, fairly quick here, and again, um, if you missed last week, you might want to go tune in to that episode to hear about the first day or two of our New England road trip because we're going to be picking it up uh, in Connecticut today. And again, the plan was to record while I was out there and then just you know share those audio clips with you. Unfortunately, um, we had some big-time recording issues. And so I just took some copious notes, copious and thorough, uh, T-H-O-R-O-U-G-H, looks like Burrow, Joe Burrow, and uh, I'm just going to kind of give you the highlights, give you the summary. So that's coming up in the second half of today's program, and again, just like last week, we're going to try to keep these uh, pretty short, anthologized, if you will. Uh, obviously, big news the the i mean literally from tuesday morning until about i mean what we didn't get the news till you know yesterday i'm i'm recording this sunday november 8th at about 6:30 at night um congratulations to president elect joe biden he's going to be our 46th president of the united states pretty exciting first time an incumbent has lost since, oh boy, uh, what, like 1992? Does that sound right? Uh, so, uh, something I've never seen in my lifetime is an incumbent president losing the general election. So there is history for you. Um, the only reason I mentioned, I mean, I, you know, we could do a whole episode about this, um, but I won't. Because honestly, you know, there, I mean, one, I don't really feel like it and there's lots of research I'd have to do and hot takes and all that stuff. But honestly, the more, the, the bigger thing for me at this stage is, and I was alluding that leading, alluding to this, excuse me, from literally Tuesday, at least for me. And I think a lot of people, regardless of uh party felt this way, um, from Tuesday morning to, you know, yesterday morning. So a solid four straight days. It was just watching, you know, whatever. I, I was bouncing back and forth between CNN, ABC News, NBC News, refreshing websites, uh, endless scrolling on Twitter, um, partially for, you know, hot takes, funny takes, but then also for, you know, news, alerts, updates, etc. 
And it's like I I worked, I guess, on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And I think I did something else, too. I don't really remember, though. Not much, um, because it honestly, it felt like one long day, one giant election. I think the toughest thing was that maybe this isn't quite accurate. Maybe I'm misremembering, but it, it felt like from about Wednesday morning until Saturday morning, there weren't any like gigantic developments. I mean, obviously, there was the big kind of Georgia and Pennsylvania tilt, but in terms of like, oh man, big news or big like story alerts, I feel like there wasn't that much uh, going on. So it kind of just felt like, oh, there was never like the big break until, you know, yesterday morning with the, uh, you know, official projection, et cetera. There, there wasn't like ever a big, huge shock or twist, um, you know, from late Tuesday night until Saturday morning. So that was just a lot to feel like you were hanging on by a thread. Anyways, the only reason other then for, I think you have to mention it, it's the first ever general election we've we've done as a podcast. The only thing I want to mention is a callback to two weeks ago. We did our general election prediction spectacular. Uh, and if you, you haven't seen that, you know, it's probably not worth, worth watching now. Um, but we did do, you know, have a map and everything. I did a Zoom meeting. It's a YouTube video. You can watch it. It's pretty fun. Um, where I, you know, I, I picked every state. And I think I did pretty well. The only thing I messed up was I had Georgia for Trump and I had North Carolina for Biden. Otherwise, and I know we haven't, like, I don't, wait, has Pennsylvania officially been called? Has, you know, Nevada been officially called? I don't know. Um, It doesn't really matter to me at this point. But um, those are the only two things I messed up as far as I can remember. I, I went back and did do like a thorough check, um, but I took a, a, a brief glance at it yesterday just out of curiosity. So that, that was pretty good. You know, oftentimes when we do our Oscars special with Ryan Austin Ligon, I'll get like 13 right and miss, you know, nine or something, or if I'm lucky, and consider that to be a good week um, or a good year. So I, I'll, I'll say just missing two states out of 50, not bad. The one thing I, I was curious about, because you don't hear anything about it, and I don't think it's a thing, but how come in the primaries you have, like, a, uh, what was it, American Samoa voting? Because that's what Bloomberg won, but they don't get votes in the general election. Maybe, maybe that should change. I don't know. That could be wild. It would make things more entertaining. Hey, I, I would stay up till 4 a.m. to see those Samoan results come in. Uh, the Rock would get like 10 votes. Um, okay, we are in November, which means we are officially on Tonsillitis Watch Part 2. And latest readings all clear. That is me knocking on wood. W-O-O-D. Um I, I I think about this here and there, and I try to not dwell on it for more than literally five seconds because I know I'm going to curse or jinx myself eventually. Uh, I have not gotten sick yet in 2020, which is just like amazing uh, because you know you know even you get a little cold, and it's one of those things where when you don't have a cold, you're like 
I am Superman. And then when you do have a cold, you feel like I will never not have a cold in my life ever again. Uh, and I haven't had that. And I am man more than just about anything in my life. Really, really hoping that I do not get tonsillitis for the third straight year in November because it's just really uh, miserable, awful. No one has a good time. I'm not Quinn. You remember, I mean, you can go back. I probably won't because I don't like reliving the memory, but you can probably go back and listen to, you know, whatever it is. It's like the first, maybe maybe the first episode of December 2019, and my voice is not right. It was very sad to listen to and even more sad to record. But you know what? The good news for you, the fans and the followers, and we got other good news in just one second here, is that I never quit. I do not have an off button here at the Beantown Podcast. I have rewind, fast forward, stop, play, and record, but I do not have an off button. Okay? At least according to GarageBand. Uh, my point being... Even if we do get tonsillitis, knock on wood that we don't, you are not going to get rid of me that easily. And it's time. I mean, we got to start planning for our holiday special. And then next thing you know it, it's February, which is Pledge Drive Month. I mean, we've got stuff coming up here. Can you believe it's going to be our fourth year here at the Beantown Podcast? That's a long time. That's like a long time. Um, killing it with words today. Uh, one other thing I want to mention, and then as promised, we are cutting out the fat. We will do our, you know, our brief ad reads. We're not doing full ad reads, uh, during this road trip because I'm trying to keep things streamlined, fast and efficient for you. Um, you know, to uh, to make your lives easier, uh, you if you were on social media in the last thirty minutes, it's been since I posted it about six p.m. Central Time on Sunday here, November eighth. Um, and I'll mention just because I forgot to earlier that listener discretion is advised when you're tuning into the Be in Town podcast. Number one, we'll occasionally use some language. Number two, uh, podcast is objectively terrible and getting taken over by corporate America, man. The only thing is I'm not, you know, for all these ad reads, uh, still not reaping in the rewards. Although there is potential rewards for both you, the listener, and me, the podcast host, here with this little bit of news. Um, I think I mentioned this last week or the week before. We had a French press company reach out to us, slid into my DMs hot and smooth, and saying, hey, let's collab. I was like, sweet, I'm down. Basically what happens is they sent me a free French press that arrived yesterday, the day before. And um, this morning, Rachel and I got to try it out. It was tasty. It was smooth. It was delicious. The company is Cafe du Chateau. And the way this works is now that I have my French press, you all can get your French press too. You can use the code at or not at, just Q.Queendy, that's Q period Queen D, and you can get 20% off your French press. You're going to want to go to uh, cafeduchateau.com. 
net um, slash discount slash q.queendy or you can go to cafe du chateau.net slash product slash french press or i don't know if you literally just google cafe du chateau you'll probably get there use a discount code q.queendy when you check out for 20 percent off and here is something that's very exciting the most valuable influencer I'm not making this up. The most valuable influencer at the end of the month of November will earn $500. And you know, because this is my promise to you, that when it comes to savings and money and cash here in the Top Podcast, I am constantly passing the savings on to you the listener. Again, it's Cafe Du Chateau. You're going to want to check them out. Uh, had a nice Instagram post. We did it on Facebook. I'm going to do Twitter tonight or tomorrow. All that fun stuff. All right. Got that out of the way. I will say thank you to our um, our sponsors beyond Cafe Du Chateau. Uh, thank you to Home Pride Oregon. For a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, you're going to want to call Steve. You can visit their website at 541-410-0316, and they are Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider. So there's good stuff there. Um, You can also uh, check out the great products that Samsung has to offer. Samsung, S-A-M, oh, I had it right here. Samsung, S-A-M-S-O-N, Q2U series. I've only been using them for three years um and it's crisp clear audio quality if you like what you hear you could have uh your own podcast that has 148 episodes or whichever number this is uh when god speaks he uses uh, samson and then our friends at cuts by q i gave myself a nice cut by q um ooh, last playing the cowboys game incomplete steelers still undefeated wow they almost lost to the what I mean, literally, what the, the, the I mean, is it the fourth string quarterback for the Cowboys? They went through Prescott, Dalton. They had that kid on Sunday night last week, DiGiulio or something. Um, and this is someone different. Gilbert, Justin Gilbert, is that right? I don't know. I uh, don't know. Don't know the man. Um, cuts by Q and gave myself a nice cut by Q. Lot cut. Is it cut or is it cuts? Is there a singular of cuts? I don't know. We're getting metaphorical, metaphysical. Let's get metaphysical, physical uh, here on the Bean Town Podcast. Cuts by Q uh, did a nice little conditioning just before this in the shower, and I feel lush and alive. So that's Cuts by Q, and we are at 15 minutes, which means we are going to return to New England to pick up where we left off with the fall 2020 road trip lights a camera connecticut so we pick up and i had just mentioned on last week's episode the last thing we said was that we got some apple cider donuts which were tasty but just slightly um kind of like you know when i think of an apple cider donut i think little and chunky just like me these were a little bit more uh, a larger um, diameter, if you will, radius. Circumference was like two feet, almost. Um, it was like the exact antithesis, A-N-T-I-T-H-E-S-I-S. I don't know why I got so excited when I said that. I just don't usually use such big vocabulary 
here on the Beantown Podcast. Speaking of big, these donuts were huge. Um, and just a little, like, crumbly. I don't know. It was good. It was just tough in the car, you know? I feel bad for whichever dollar car rental employee had to uh, vacuum out the car mats at Logan after I, I still didn't figure out who General Logan was. Somebody. Find me somebody to love. Somebody. Somebody find me. Anyways, um, because there was a lot of eating in that car, in that uh, Ford, no, Chevy Malibu. I have never been to Malibu, California, and I do not plan on it. So those donuts were good. We take them back, or not really back so much as to the place where I was staying. So a little bit of context. My whole week on the road trip, I was trying to I was trying to do this entire vacation as cheaply as possible because with the exception of the fact that like I'm not camping out under the stars, right? I just want every night to have a bed to lie down in, a roof, heat, preferably, um, and running water, toilet, shower, toilet paper, which, as we will soon find out, is sometimes too much to ask for. <laughs> Foreshadowing, for sure. Um, so I was, you know, I was booking these super cheap places and not even like, you know, you, you might think of Airbnb, you think like, okay, get cute little like one bedroom house or one bedroom apartment or something like that. No, we're taking it a step below that. I'm literally renting out for the most part, one night rooms from people's houses and the actual setups, you know, had a variety of looks. Some of them were like legit while I'm staying with a family. They just have an extra bedroom. Some of them were like designed to be, you know, basically like a hostel. And then other times like in New Hampshire, which we might get to tonight, probably probably not till next time, um, were more actual like lodges um, or or hotels, if you will. The Riverview Lodge, a little sneak peek. So I booked this whatever normal-looking room in what was, was presumably someone's house in Waterbury, Connecticut. We had fun with that pronunciation last week, and I still don't know how to say it. Um, but I in in the morning, I get to New York, which we talked about last time. I was in Manhattan visiting with the brother of the podcast, Jack, Furness, and Nicole. And I notice that I get an uh, alert, an email, whatever, from Airbnb saying we have ch- or or a message from the host, and is basically saying that we had a cancellation or something. I don't know. We can upgrade you to a nicer room for no additional costs. I'm like, okay, well, if the host thinks it's a nicer room, then sure, I'll do it. I didn't even think twice about it. Uh, didn't really pay attention to pics or anything because I'm like, whatever, it's a nicer room. I don't care. And honestly, anything I, I would have seen probably wouldn't have changed my mind. Well, what I didn't realize was that I would be staying for the first night ever maybe the last, in an actual refurbished former pediatrician's examination room, one of their examination rooms. So I pull up to this place in Connecticut. It's like 6 p.m. 
And my first first weird thing I noticed was that you pull in, this house is like, the address is, you know, 123 Main Street. It actually was Main Street. That wasn't the number, though. And the house isn't actually on Main Street. It's on, like, someone else's driveway or road. So it's a little tricky to find. It's a community college, basically, the campus. But the community college is just, like, one big building. So there's this other house. And I finally... I actually missed it the first time. I circle back because there aren't very many places to go. It's a dead end. And I see a sign, and it's like 123 Main Street and 147 Main Street and doctor's office on the sign with the arrows pointing towards the houses. There were two houses and no sign of a doctor's office. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. This is the right address. I finally get up close enough to the house as it's starting to get dark to see, okay, yes, this is where I'm supposed to be. And at this point, I really had to urinate, which was a common theme of this trip. And I think is just something that happens a lot when you drive a lot and you drink a lot of coffee and you're trying to be efficient and not make many stops, but also just be like, I can just pee when I get there. Well, that works great until the host gives you the wrong lockbox key. And so there I am. I, I, I was, like, on top of this situation. I wasn't even, like, you know, with my, with my bags and everything. I literally had left my bags in the car with the intention of getting the key to my room, urinating to relieve myself, and then come back out, get my bags, get settled in, whatever. I get up to the door. And, you know, there are times when it's, like, I have to pee. This is not good. I'm starting to feel it. And then there are times where it's, like, the ball on New Year's Eve, Times Square is dropping. Once this baby hits zero, my urethra, whatever it's called, ureter, uvula, it's not going to cut it. Okay? My little muscles are toast. And that's that second situation, second scenario that I just described to you is exactly how I was feeling. And I have this moment where I am shaking the key box, crying out emotionally, silently, for this to work. It was not working. So at, at you know about five seconds, ten seconds into it, into the shaking, I realize I'm not getting inside this house, and I need to urinate somewhere. So there was a bush right next to the front door, and I, in broad daylight, you just kind of wiggled my way between the bush and the door and let loose. And I don't know if I was spotted. I don't know if anyone heard me. There were other people in the house for sure or in this hostel this former doctor's office, which we're getting to, but I urinated. Anyways, that happened. It was not the first emergency bathroom run I had to make on this trip. I then go back to the car to get this lockbox, drop box, key box situation sorted out. Eventually we get it. I open up the door, got my bags, and boom, I am hit with a large hit of pot smoke. 
which I, I mean, I don't, I don't like this smell. I mean, and I don't think there are that many people I know, unless you're like a hardcore stoner who's like, oh yeah, pot smoke, great, give me a candle with it. No, it's just not fun. Anyways, I'm like, this is a rough start. But at least I have a, a regular bathroom now with toilet paper, right? No. I, I go upstairs. My room is upstairs. I open it up. And we will circle back to the toilet paper in a second. Because I open up my bedroom. And it is legitimately a, a doctor's examination room that is now repurposed as a bedroom you open it up and it's kind of like you know one of those one of those rooms where the roof is you know you're on you're on like the top floor of the house or the second to top floor i don't know the roof is slanting so like half of your room is gone basically because there's a slanted roof so i got a bed in there and to the right is Imagine every doctor's office you've been in, or at least every pediatrician's office you've been in, you have the classic sink, the cabinets, the cupboards, all that stuff. And I'm like, well, at least I have a sink in my bedroom. I've never slept in a room with a sink before, I don't think. Unless I was, like, passed out on someone's kitchen floor at some point, which I don't recall, but I suppose that's the, you know... If there was ever going to be a situation where I was passed out on someone's kitchen floor, I probably wouldn't wouldn't recall it based off of circumstances. So this is kind of creepy. And there is even like a little nook space. Basically, next to my bed, there's like a, a door that's maybe yay high. And if you're not watching the live stream because we don't have one, uh, I'm we're talking like, I don't know, maybe... Two, two to three feet tall and about that wide. And you open it up and it's the same dimensions all the way back from maybe like five feet, six feet. So I suppose I could literally like slip myself in there. Like one of those Japanese hotels, discount motels for businessmen where they just slide you into the wall. Um, so this was all just a little like crazy. But at least there's a bathroom, right? Wasn't going to have to pee in the bush anymore. So eventually it's time to go back to the bathroom or at least, you know, check it out, see what's going on. I go to the bathroom and it's a large bathroom with a kind of a cool space age shower. Probably like the coolest shower that I encountered on this trip. But this is a large bathroom with a lot of like doors and closets and I don't know if it was ever used for something else while it was the pediatrician's office. Um, but uh, I should mention, I eventually put two and two together. I realized there is a sign, you know, outside that says doctor's office. And then my room was literally an examination room. So eventually I Googled this address, doctor's office. I find out that it used to be a pediatrician's office. And, the, you know, the guy I'm renting from, his first name matched the first name of the doctor. Michael, I think. Dr. Michael something. So this this used to be his office, and I guess he's retired now and just rents out his rooms as Airbnbs. I don't know. Anyways, there's no toilet paper in the bathroom. So I message Dr. Mike because we're kind of on a first-name basis at, the, at this point. And I am like, 
Yo. Thanks for getting me the Dropbox, the, the, the key box code. It is nice to be let in here. Um, <laughs> but then I am like, well, there's no toilet paper, Dr. Mike. And he's like, oh, well, just go to the downstairs bathroom. There should be toilet paper there. So I go to the downstairs bathroom. There is one roll that has like half of it left. And that's it in there. And there are rooms downstairs too. I don't know how many rooms were in this place. Probably like five or six at least. There was another one upstairs next to mine. And I never saw the people, but I certainly heard them. So I'm like, well, I don't, if there are people staying down here, I'm not going to take their only roll of toilet paper. So I just grab a big wad, knowing I'm not likely to need much. I'm literally there for less than 12 hours. And I take it up. Anyways, I'm in my room, just kind of fiddling around, doing stuff, watching football, resting, catching up. Eventually, other people come in. They check in. They're in the room next to mine upstairs. And next time I have to go to the bathroom, there is, once again, no toilet paper. This was a common recurring thread in Connecticut. The good news about this Airbnb, and it was not the only one, there are a lot of recurring things on this trip. There was a vending machine down on the, uh, I guess, where like reception would be, if you're picturing this doctor's office on the, the ground floor. Uh, there is a vending machine and kind of a creepy room with like recliners and a pool table, uh, which maybe was like a waiting room. I don't really know. I haven't, I haven't quite mapped out the whole thing in my head just yet. Um, there, when I, my next night, I was in Utica, and I suppose we, we should try to get there um, so this doesn't become like a six-part series. Um, that, that was more or less, oh, I forgot one thing. Perhaps the creepiest part about Connecticut, and that's saying something considering the lack of toilet paper, staying in an examination room, which is right out of a Stephen King novel, The Nook, uh, you know, the neighbors stealing your toilet paper, fun stuff there. And I can't, I, I don't, this is the one thing about Connecticut or at least this place in Connecticut, Waterbury that I don't have a beat on. Like I don't quite understand what or why or how of the situation. There is a camper out back with the door open and the lights on and music coming from it. And definitely cigarette smoke coming from it. This is like behind the house. I noticed it as I was walking in the first time. And then again, as I was coming back with supper, there is someone living in the camper out behind the house, which is like, whatever. Okay. But it's like, well, it probably wouldn't be the doctor, right? This guy is a retired doctor who now is making income off real estate or, or travel lodging. Like, so who is the man in the trailer? Okay, and that's the one thing I never got answers to. I mean, I didn't get answers really to anything, um, and I never got toilet paper. Good thing I was showering after I did my morning number two. Yikes. Um, But I wake up the next day nice and early, and I... I'm kind of all over the place. This is Monday now. I drive from 
Waterbury to Cooperstown, where the National Baseball Hall of Fame is. It's uh, a pretty quiet, sleepy town with just like a, you know, like a Main Street district. But it's pretty. It's in the Catskills Mountains. And um, I did not go inside. It's like 35 bucks or something. And, I mean, I love baseball. And if I was with someone else who was really into baseball, I would probably do it. But just to be about, be there by myself. And I'm not a museums person, uh, which is just something I know about myself. I mean, I love... Okay, we are uh, back. I apologize. We missed about four hours of footage with that cut out. No, I'm kidding. It was like five seconds. Um, but GarageBand just started to get real slow. Um, but we are almost finished up here, I promise. Uh, so I did not go inside the Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, but I, I walked around the outside and walked around Cooperstown a little bit, although there's not too much to walk down other than Main Street. And then I continued my drive over to um let's see where did we go next oh went to lake cayuga cayuga lake c-a-y-u-g-a cayuga cayuga um old-timey car horn mr cayuga reference from seinfeld rest in peace daniel von uh or whatever his name is baron baronstrom something like that um so I, I wanted to say I've been to the Finger Lakes. I just barely kissed them. Nice and pretty, beautiful fall colors. I didn't realize they'd be able to, like, ha- I mean, they're Finger Lakes, right? So inherently they are narrow. But you could see just clear across them, no problem. Like, it wasn't even very far, which I didn't realize. Anyways, I, then I drove down to Ithaca. I'd never been to Cornell. Um, I kind of, this was not a goal of the trip, but I ended up, seeing i think there were what three um ivy league campuses i had never been to and i ended up going to all of them in fact more than that i was at like six ivy league school campuses on this road trip just sometimes i mean some of them were forced like going to ithaca and cornell i didn't need to go there um some of them just kind of happened like harvard columbia um i I just kind of like Ran around uh, Brown in Providence. Sorry, I had a popcorn kernel on my tongue. Um, but I, I saw I saw all Ivy League campuses on this trip except for Penn and Princeton, which I've seen. Uh, I was surprised at how spread out and kind of big and new Cornell was. It did not feel like the other seven Ivy League campuses at all. It felt like a state public big research flagship school which i cornell is it a land grant i don't know our education history our education historians are gonna have to chime in on this one because i don't remember the exact how how it works with with cornell it's kind of a unique situation but drove around there a little bit and then i did one small hike around labrador mountain there's a lake that has like a cool um like boardwalk that's very short it's less than a mile um, all the way around but it's sort of a nature thing i did that didn't see any nature but i had my duncan and then there are these cool waterfalls tinker falls which are just like 
half a mile, quarter, three quarters of a mile off the road. Um, but I kind of did, it was very slippery because it had been raining all day because it rained every day. And I hiked up into the back of the waterfall and took a fun slow-mo video um, from behind the falls, which was pretty neat. And that was uh, just a little bit of cat skills action. And then I finished up and uh, drove to Utica, Utica Chain Store Massacre from the office. Utica, Utica, where Karen Filippelli is the regional manager, played by the irreplaceable Rashida Jones. And you know how in Waterbury I got the wrong Dropbox key? I keep saying Dropbox. That's like a website. Lockbox key. Uh, Well, it happened again in Utica. And that's where we are going to pick it up. Um, I was thinking of maybe trying to do one more day here on this episode, but I think Utica is an okay place to stop um, because we had kind of a scary room in Utica for different reasons. It was not a pediatrician's office, and this bathroom had toilet paper, but there were other things going on. Spirit schools, you're going to have to tune in next week to the Beantown Podcast to find out. Uh, So next time we're going to be talking about Utica, New York, and we will get into New Hampshire and maybe even Kiss, or I got it backwards, Vermont, and then maybe even Kiss, New Hampshire. We will maybe try to get to the Riverview Lodge, where if you want a little preview of what's coming up next, just Google Riverview Lodge hate crime. I'm going to do that right now. See what it says. And you will know just what is in store for you on next week's installment of the Beantown Podcast. Riverview Lodge, hate crime. If you Google it, you are going to see exactly what I want you to see. Should be fun. That's going to be next week on uh, Quinn David Furnace Presents the Bean Tom Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for following along with my road trip. Uh, this was part two, and we're going to have part three for you next time. Probably two more parts to come here, and lots more fun, laughter, and antics coming your way. Uh, so for all of us here streaming live Beantown Networks from Rogers Park, Chicago, don't forget to go to Cafe Du Chateau and use discount code Q.QueenD for 20% off your order. Uh, I made French press or my uh, lovely beau, Rach, made um, French press this morning, and I just kind of watched. Uh, and it was tasty. It was delicious. Maybe it's her magic touch. Maybe it's the discount code. Who knows? Uh, But you're going to want to go check it out. And again, if you buy, uh, maybe I get $500, and then I pass the savings on to you, and it's not a pyramid scheme. So that's what I have for you. I went a little bit longer than I wanted to, but uh, there were some, some stories to tell. Moral of the story, if you go to Connecticut, bring your own toilet paper. So thanks for tuning in, and we are going to queue up our outro music. And uh, I'm going to play some Tune Blast here on a Sunday night. Back to work tomorrow. Uh, Congratulations to Biden on becoming president-elect. That's what we got. Stay safe. Stay sane. And you know I'm going to check in on you next time. Bye. Bye.